This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, November 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Split election results shift ground for ag. Producer sentiment improves. And RCAF expands checkoff fight. Big changes are in store for farmers and ranchers in Washington after yesterday's midterms. Republicans will have a bigger majority in the Senate, which will make it easier to confirm President Trump's nominees and continue moving the judiciary to the right. But the Democratic takeover in the House will mean big changes for a range of committees that affect agriculture policy, with the exception of Colin Peterson, who will take over as chairman of the House Ag Committee. The new Democratic chairman will be far more progressive than Peterson. Here are a couple of takeaways from the election results. First of all, prospects for a new farm bill might improve. Farm groups will step up pressure on negotiators to finish a new farm bill before the end of the year so the legislation doesn't get kicked to the Democratic House. Peterson has already made clear that he wants the issue off the table when he takes over. Rural voters matter. Rural areas were huge in the GOP Senate victories in Missouri as well as Indiana and North Dakota. The president of the Missouri Farm Bureau, Blake Hurst, tells AgriPulse that Josh Hawley's defeat of Democratic incumbent Claire McCaskill was a tremendous win for rural Missouri. Hurst notes that Hawley won by a three-to-one margin across much of the Boot Hill region. Infrastructure could get a new focus. This is one area where President Trump and House Democrats could find common ground. Nancy Pelosi, who expects to become House Speaker in January, said last night that infrastructure, including broadband expansion, would be a Democratic priority. Now, for more on the election results and their significance for agriculture, plus results from our AgriPulse poll of farmers' labor concerns and a look at which farmers need a quick U.S.-Japan trade deal, Be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Purdue back home in Georgia for vote counting. Ag Secretary Sonny Purdue watched the returns in Athens, Georgia last night at the headquarters of GOP gubernatorial candidate Brian Kemp. Ahead of the vote, he was expressing optimism about Kemp's chances. Grassley sees upside in House Democratic takeover. Iowa GOP Senator Chuck Grassley, who's waging another uphill battle to tighten commodity program payment limits, said that allowing a Democratic House to write a new farm bill wouldn't be such a bad thing for him. He told reporters yesterday, I would have a much better chance in getting my payment limitations put into the bill. And then he continued, there wouldn't be much point in my helping get a farm bill through the upcoming lame duck session if I could get tight payment limitations out of a Democratic House that I can't get out of a Republican House. He made clear, however, that he wasn't hoping for a Democratic takeover of the House. Grassley has repeatedly expressed frustration with provisions in the House-passed farm bill that would ease limits on members of pass-through entities and allow extended family members to qualify for commodity payments. Farmers' mood rebounds after USMCA deal. A monthly survey of farmers finds that producer sentiment rose significantly in October in the wake of President Trump's trade deal with Canada and Mexico. The Purdue University CME Group Ag Economy Barometer found that producer sentiment improved by 22% from September to October, putting the index at about the same level as a year ago. More than 60% said the U.S.-Mexico-Canadian agreement had relieved their concerns about farm income to at least some extent. 
in what could be another sign of farmer optimism. 77% of soybean growers said they plan to maintain their acreage in 2019, that despite the drop in prices that has resulted from Trump's trade war with China. USDA's 2019 planting forecast released last Friday projected that farmers would cut soybean plantings to 82.5 million acres, down from this year's 89.1. Nearly half the farmers surveyed expect soybean prices to be about the same a year from now, while 39% think they'll be higher. Cattle fight. NCBA slams expanded checkoff challenge. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association has sharply criticized a judge's decision that would allow the rival group RCAF to expand its legal challenge to the beef checkoff to 13 more states. The case had been limited to Montana. Those 13 states include Hawaii, Indiana, Kansas, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New York, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Texas, Vermont, and Wisconsin. RCAF had earlier convinced the Montana court to stop the Montana Beef Council from spreading the checkoff fees without permission from producers. The decision to expand the lawsuit does not affect the collection of fees in the 13 additional states. NCBA CEO Kendall Frazier says RCAF has become nothing more than a front group for activists seeking to divide the industry, lessen beef demand, and drive producers out of business. RCAF USA CEO Bill Bullard says there are more inadequate controls on how the beef councils spend their money. U.S. Grain Caravan to Mexico. Following up on the success in renegotiating the North American Free Trade Agreement, U.S. grain industry trying now to build relationships in Mexico with the upcoming administrator of the president-elect, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. The U.S. delegation that met last week with officials from the incoming administration included the U.S. Grain Council, the National Corn Growers Association, the National Sorghum Producers, United Sorghum Checkoff Program, and the National Barley Growers Association. Mexico is the largest foreign market for U.S. corn, barley, and distillers' grains. Well, here's today's He Said It. In light of today's trade uncertainties around the world, it is always important to meet and to maintain our relationship with our key customers. That National Sorghum Producer CEO, Tim Lust. Well, that is Daybreak for this Wednesday, November 7th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.